for your approval, or at least your analysis. A shack in the middle of fuck-off-nowhere Oregon, where the laws of gravity and physics don't seem to apply. Is it the result of optical illusions? Or have tourists who visit this location simply fallen into the Twilight Zone? This episode is directed by Jordan Peele. That was amazing. I don't know if I'm just going to have the cold read or if I'm going to find music Ooh, to go under You it. definitely got to do the music because nothing will be better than having the music playing and then you coming in with <laughs> So in this installment of the Spooky Summer series, we are heading to the Oregon Vortex, uh, home of the House of Mystery, located in Gold Hill, Oregon. Uh, it is the direct inspiration for Gravity Falls' Mystery Shack. Oh. Yes. Uh, it's not the only one of its kind in the nation, but it's the closest one to me. And also, it is the first one to open up. So shut up. I don't want to hear about Michigan or Santa Cruz. I feel like there's a lot of like mystery spots and things like that kind of in the same vein. This is the original. I, I believe you. <laughs> Before we get into it, uh, my sources are uh, the Oregon Encyclopedia, Atlas Obscura. Um, Dark Destinations, which is, I had to go in the Wayback Machine, and RoadsideAmerica.com. Oh, and the, yeah, and the Oregon Vortex website. Always helpful. And Wikipedia. Um, So let's start the episode with the first thing you read on the website for the Vortex. And this website doesn't look like it's had its design updated since like 1999. I am so excited to Google this. Headline, the famous circular area with its unique phenomena, open to the public since 1930. Ooh. The Oregon Vortex is a glimpse of a strange world where the improbable is commonplace and everyday physical facts are reversed. It is an area of naturally occurring visual and perceptual phenomena which can be captured on film. No matter your education or profession, you will find a challenge to all your accepted theories. This is the best website I've ever seen. I don't know why their logo is a basketball, but I'm here for it. That's what I thought, too. Um, I wish I could do this episode in a Grunkle Stan voice, but I'm not Alex Hirsch, <laughs> so I won't. So basically, what the Vortex is, it's a giant optical illusion that causes objects to look like they're rolling up hills and heights to be distorted. But the proprietors of the institution don't necessarily advertise This is a place where the visual angles are all fucked up. Right. Like, why would you spoil all the fun? Yeah. So instead, they offer the idea of a weird magnetic field as the cause, which they, like, the people who run it now aren't the ones who who came up with it. Um, It's not a a tourist trap that's been passed down through generations. It is. We'll we'll, we'll get into it. Um, But the, the people who own it now weren't the ones who started it. So the main attraction on the property, which is... Literally in the middle of nowhere. Like, it's in the middle of the woods. The main attraction, other than the gift shop, is a wooden (laughs) shack that looks like it should not still be standing or have people allowed inside it Um, on account of the angle that the foundation is at. Like, it's just, it's all, it's like a parallelogram of a building. That sounds not up to code. No. Uh, The House of Mystery itself was originally in, uh, I think it's pronounced ASA office. Assay office, it's a place where they tested minerals for mining companies. Okay. 
Um, and it was later used as tool storage, uh, built by the Old Gray Eagle Mining Company in 1904. Literally a shack. Yes. A tool shed. According to legend that has admittedly been disputed by local indigenous people, mm-hmm. uh, Native Americans considered the area um, as, quote, the forbidden ground. Uh, it is said their horses would refuse to enter the area, and as a result, neither would they. In fact, you know- it is said... Hmm? Whenever I hear that, I think of, this is a ghost story someone told a white person. (laughs) Yes. In fact, it is said that the area is void of most animals of all shapes and sizes who refuse to go anywhere near it. Uh, This does feel a little like white people made this up to get butts in seats, but who knows. The house of mystery, shack, what have you, slid from its foundation and came to rest at an odd angle sometime in the early 1910s, as the story goes. It was rediscovered in 1914 by a prospector named William McCullough, who persuaded his friend, uh, an engineer and geologist named John Lister, to travel to the United States from his home in Scotland. I just googled images of this and my brain hurts. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I tried researching this when I was like grade A hungover on Sunday and (laughs) I couldn't do it. So when Lister arrived in Oregon, he is said to have spent years studying the shack and its weird angles, eventually publishing an indecipherable pamphlet on his findings. (laughs) Um, I've seen bits and pieces. I did not purchase one from the online gift shop to actually read. And he also opened the vortex to visitors in the 1930s. And this is kind of an odd move if you're in the mind that Lister was just a flimflam man as that area of Oregon was incredibly difficult to get to in the first half of the century. Right. So you're not necessarily like trying to lure in passing, passing tourists that are just passing through. No one's coming anywhere near this. Yeah. It's not a roadside attraction. Like it's a winding road in the middle of the woods. It's not easy to get to. Uh, So word got out about the weird hill in Oregon. And as it is, many, many, many knockoffs began popping up around the country including the Santa Cruz Mystery House, later Mystery Spot, which opened in 1941 and was nearly sued by Lister for copyright infringement until someone pointed out that he claimed that the vortex was a naturally occurring phenomenon. (laughs) You can't copyright a naturally occurring phenomenon. Yes. I mean, I feel like it is fair to copyright the branding you've given the naturally occurring phenomenon, but that, okay. Yeah, there's just something about like, hey, we have one too. That seems weird. <laughs> um, so to, to summarize Lister's claims and strap on your nerd helmets, um, he said that a spherical area of force or a vortex that is 165 feet in diameter and sits half above the ground and half below lays directly inside the property lines. For those standing in the vortex, the effects of this apparently can make visitors shrink or grow larger depending on where they stand, cause balls or bottles to roll uphill, compasses and other instruments to go haywire and even make a broom stand on its own like you can stand it on the the bristles that is a lot of things for a single naturally occurring phenomenon to do yeah and all this stuff like even if it is just an optical illusion like you could make it happen it's very weird um, the site also claims that people inside the vortex naturally lean at an angle of seven and a half degrees, though believe they are standing upright. And as a result, some people have reported feeling uh, feelings of vertigo or dizziness while standing inside the sphere of force. Yeah, I'm sure that like fucks with your brain. Like if your eyesight doesn't match your, you know, whatever 
way your body is aligned. So Lister's pamphlet attributes the phenomena to a number of possible causes, including warped atoms, electromagnetic anti-gravity, oscillating, quote, terra lines, or even something buried inside the hill the site sits on, such as unknown minerals or a subterranean supermachine left behind by prehistoric aliens. Wow. Those are all real things. <laughs> I'm not making this up. I um, love it. One of my favorite things about Gravity Falls, the show, is that, um, spoilers, I guess, I don't know, that there actually was an alien ship buried inside a hill in Gravity Falls that was the cause of a lot of the phenomena. Delightful. It's the perfect cartoon. Honestly, like, this is the kind of stuff I, like, eat up. Like, if you're gonna just make shit up, at least, like, make it creative. Yeah. A few people have even posited that there are portals to an imperceivable sixth sixth dimension that causes the changes in height. Are we skipping over four and five? Four is time. What's the fifth dimension? I don't know. Gotta Google this. The fifth fifth element. No. That was a good film. Uh, it, the fifth dimension is an American popular music vocal group. <laughs> yeah. So you have, you know, the three dimensions, time, folk music, and then the sixth dimension that makes you look taller when you're standing in a certain place. Yep. That's all of them. So now I'm just going to quote a bit of the Roadside America article where they spoke with either a second or third <clears throat> generation owner named Elena Cooper. Lister's wife sold the attraction off after he died because this quote is. Kind of cute and very funny. (laughs) Oh, Lister died in 1956. I feel like I accidentally skipped over that part. But he ran it uh, from when he opened it in 1930 until he died in 56. Gotcha. And then it was sold to the Cooper family, who have been running it ever since. Boop, boop, boop. Okay. So, and I quote, Also passionate about the Vortex are what Elena calls its fan club of enthusiastic repeat visitors, as well as first-timers who are drawn to it by some inexplicable urge. One woman showed up and asked with sincerity, where do you keep the fairies? As if the attraction had them in a jar with holes punched in the lid. That's very sweet and crazy. Oh, yeah. Another told Elena after a perfectly typical tour that the vortex had revealed itself as, quote, the gateway to heaven. Not the direction I thought you were going there for a minute. Interesting. Okay. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, For years, some visitors have been convinced that a specific corner inside the shack is a portal. One of Elena's favorite groups are the Sasquatch people, who believe that Sasquatch is an intergalactic energy being that travels through trans-dimensional portals, and that the Vortex is the energy key that unlocks them. It's always Bigfoot. This is Bigfoot country. It's Bigfoot all along. Quote, they're the reason I started stocking Sasquatch stuff in the gift shop, said Elena. If this is the middle of the Sasquatch intergalactic highway, I may as well sell stuffed versions of him. Sasquatch Interdimensional Highway. Intergalactic Highway. Intergalactic Highway. Wow. Uh, One guy told me he was coming back with a pizza to throw to the beings on the other side, said Elena. (laughs) That's a very Oregon hippie thing. The portal's open. I need to send you a pizza. (laughs) And I just picture Buddy, if you guys listen to to Monster Pod, um, Buddy or Argyle from Stranger Things, who are basically the same person. Basically. If people growing and shrinking, balls rolling uphill, and tilted houses were not enough, the ghost of John Lister has been reported uh, to have been spotted on the property, usually inside the House of Mystery. That seems only fair. If you're going to bring this wonderful, mysterious place to the public's attention, certainly you're going to stick around. Yeah, even if it is a tourist trap, like, his ghost being there doesn't surprise me. Yeah. 
He spent 26 years there. That's a while. Actually, more than 26 years, because he only opened it to the public in 1930. He had been hanging around doing research on it uh, for years before that. So most sightings recall seeing an elderly man in older clothing just standing and smiling at the passing masses. In fact, a photograph in the visitor center is believed to have captured the face of John Lister. And that's all I have on that. But like I said, if I believe anything related to the paranormal happens in that place, it's that Lister's ghost is still there. Now I gotta see if this is online anywhere. No. Yeah, I look Post your ghost pictures online, people. That's the fun part of the story, and I'm I'm going to briefly ruin the fun. I mean, I find ruining the fun to be quite an enjoyable activity. A gravity hill, also known as the Magnetic Hill, Mystery Hill, Mystery Spot, Gravity Road, or Anti-Gravity Hill, is a place where the layout of the surrounding land produces an optical illusion, making a slight downhill slope appear to be an uphill slope. Thus, a car left out of gear will appear to roll uphill against gravity. In 2003... A study looked into how the absence of a horizon can skew the perspective on gravity hills by recreating a number of anti-gravity places in a lab to see how volunteers would react. A conclusion was reached by researchers from the universities of Padova and Pavia in Italy, uh, and they found that without a true horizon line in sight, the human brain could be tricked by common landmarks such as trees and signs. So if you put something that you expect to be straight, at a slight angle, and there's no horizon line as a reference. Oh, okay, that makes sense. Yeah. So there is also the case of the Crooked House in England, where a building built in the 1700s slowly started to sink on one side so that there is a four-foot differential between the left and right heights of the structure. It produces many of the same optical illusions as a gravity hill and has been replicated in many places, including Oregon's own perfect theme park, Enchanted Forest. (laughs) And while I have not been able to get to the mystery spot yet, I have stood in the Crooked Man's house many times, and I can confirm it's fucking weird. That's very cool. Uh, So the House of Mystery itself bears a number of similarities to an optical illusion structure called an Ames Room. Uh, where a room is viewed with one eye through a peephole. And through the peephole, the room appears to be an ordinary rectangular like cube with a back wall that is vertical and at right angles to the observer's line of sight. Two vertical sidewalls parallel to each other and a horizontal floor and ceiling. Okay. But the a observer, normal room. Yeah, normal room. The observer will see that an adult standing in one corner of the room along the back wall appears to be giant, while an adult standing in the other corner along the back wall appears to be very small. And if an adult moves from one corner of the room to the other, they appear to dramatically change size. So it has to do with, basically, you remember in Lord of the Rings? Yeah, I was going to say, like, that forced (laughs) perspective thing. So essentially, like, if it, yeah, if they look like they're farther back in the room, or you can't tell they're further back in the room because you're looking straight on. Yes, it's the so way it, that the yeah. room is uh, decorated and kind of laid out. Like, it looks like a normal room, but it's forced perspective. Yeah, it's actually, like, very long. But you can't, like, tell the length because you're looking at it straight on. Yeah. So, in in conclusion, <laughs> um, the mystery, the the vortex is is more optical illusion than anything else. But it is a combination of so many different optical illusions that are both naturally occurring and man-made that even if it's not some weird like gravitational bullshit it's still really cool yeah like i would love to go visit that that sounds fucking awesome and like 
it is still interesting. Like, even if it isn't a paranormal explanation, I think the like actual explanations are still very interesting. I mean, but I'm a fucking nerd, so. Well, I couldn't find any information on whether the 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 house of mystery, the the shack, um, was actually built by that mining company, or if it is something that was built by Lister before he opened it. Oh, right. Like that's something that. Yeah, I haven't been able to to confirm or deny that aspect. So, eh, I mean, the crooked house in England was a naturally occurring thing. Um. Its foundation started to to fuck off into the ground, so like that mm-hmm. happened naturally, and it is entirely possible that this was a tool shed or whatever that did the same thing, and he reinforced it to make it it safe for yeah. people. So I was gonna say it almost makes more sense that it's something that happened, and then he like found the shack and realized it did these weird things, versus he built it to do these weird things. Yes, my my personal theory is that the story happened for the most part. Until John Lister got there, and he did spend a lot of time trying to figure out, well, why the fuck does stuff look weird in this shack? Mm-hmm. And he stumbled upon the concept of the Gravity Hill and and perspective, so there's that. But he's like, I'm not going to put butts in seats with this. Yeah. Or it was the fucking 30s. <laughs> I was going to say, it's entirely possible he, like, could notice and, like understand that something weird was happening without understanding the science behind it because like they had to do fucking studies to figure this out like it's entirely possible he really did think it was genuinely a phenomenon yeah so i i don't think that john lister was just some sort of like flim flam con man but i also don't think that there's uh ancient alien technology inside the hill never say never that's true i don't know uh but that that's the Oregon Vortex. and I'm, That's very cool. I would like to visit that someday. I'm glad I just spent 20 minutes describing a visual phenomenon <laughs> over an audio medium. Check out Google Images. Yeah, um, I'll, I'll pull some pictures to, to put it in the, the timeline. I think I have a picture of myself in the uh, Crooked House in uh, Enchanted Forest as well. Oh, nice. Cool. Um, I mean, if you can't make it all the way to the Oregon Vortex, Enchanted Forest slaps. And they just put a barbecue restaurant in. <gasps> Hell yes. Yeah. Um, they also have one of those games where they give you, like, a little little toy gun and you, like, shoot at stuff and get points. Laser tag? No, you're in, like, it's... I haven't been to Disneyland. No. Um, you, you sit in the little ride car and you go through, like, a forest with wizards and gnomes and shit. But you're, like, trying to defeat the bad gnomes and the bad wizard. So You're you have, shooting like, a- the gnomes? <laughs> Yeah. With a gun? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Is that a magic gun? <laughs> yes, you have a magic gun and you shoot at targets in the ride and you get points for it. It's called like the Trials of Mondor and it's fucking great. That sounds amazing. I would also like to visit there. Yeah, people are like, oh, it's so creepy. They made it in the 70s. I know the family. Well, I don't know the family personally. I went to school with a member of the family that's been running it since it opened. Mm hmm. Um, I was going to say, don't they consider creepy things charming? Because I do. Yeah, yeah. I I love Enchanted Forest. <laughs> anyway, um, that's my mini. And uh, we'll see you next week for another installment of the Spooky Summer series. Ooh, yeah, the spooky. next one is actually going to be kind of brutal. But we'll find Ooh. out then. <laughs> I'm, okay, I'm excited. Goodbye. <laughs> we love you. 